Now the suspense is killing me, Noah. All right, now we got it to work. So the first 10 seconds are going to be so awkward when people record it. All right, so now we are live here now. I have my friend checking in from the, where are you? You're in the Buena Vista Dog Park. The Playa Vista Dog Park. Okay, living his best life. I have my good friend, Isaac DeSanto, on the phone. Thankfully, tomorrow in about 24 hours, free agency starts. So we are going to talk about that. Isaac, since you are the guest, where do you want to start on a big topic we need to talk about? The Lakers, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie, where you direct the conversation, sir. I don't know. Show from, like, most – no, I was going to say we could go from, like, least least mysterious outcome to most mysterious outcome. Like, you want to talk about the things that we think are definitely happening? That's – okay. All right, bet. Okay, I like that. Um like, the first thing that comes to mind is Kemba, right? Like, it looks like Kemba's a lock for Boston. Which is, to me, a good move for what I think they're trying to do. They're making a bet that basically Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown's going to be really good, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bottom, like, the reality of the situation is that, like, Danny Ainge basically spent, like, five-plus years, like, creating this master plan. And it all went to crap and, in, like, ten and months. And Kyrie Irving basically just blew it up. Like, he, yeah. he just blew it up. And, like, but I would say that you're right. I think that, like, it looked like they were about to have to, like, basically go back into, that's, like, sort of rebuild mode. I thought they um, I, that's what I kind of initially thought. I was like, okay, you build around these two young 22-year-old guys, and that's right. fine. But it just, I think it sucks for where they were and where they thought they were going to be. For sure. No, they <laughs> thought they were going to be, like, I mean, we thought they were, like, a dynasty that would dominate the, the East for the next, like, five years. Yeah. And now, yeah, I mean, I don't think the Kemba – I think Kemba would be fine for them. I mean, he's really good. It just sucks that he played in Charlotte for so for so long. Um, I know. Did you hear about the offer that Charlotte made him, too? No, I didn't. Supposedly, they only offered him 160 over five years. So, yeah. Which, like – Which is not the super, super max. So, that's kind of, like – the okay. Supermax was like two twenty. I mean, they'd, they'd be crazy to pay him that. <laughs> yeah, they would. No, I, I agree. I, you know what? Honestly, like in hindsight, they traded it, right? Without question. Without because I think even if they paid him that five, you said, like, let's say they did pay him. You said it was five for one sixty, right? Five for one sixty. Yeah. To me, is already crazy. And even then, if they paid him and do whatever else they had to do. It's not even a lock that they make the playoffs next year. So what's the point? For sure. For sure. <laughs> so what you, I would say the only, they, the only reason – here's the argument, too, is that, okay, in salary hell, right? That, Do you think they could have – like, in the next all those guys, like, Akato Mambo and Kilchrist uh, and Zeller, like, must expire over like, – there's another like, Charlotte, no one wants to play. Maybe find Kemba for 5 from 60, or whatever, even 5 for, like, 80 or something. And you just have Ryan – you know, once you play flexibility, you can bring people. Because, like, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's yeah, really, I mean, I, I so if Michael Jordan is directing your player, I think that's still a good option for you. Because I mean, like, half, half the guys I'm talking about, they either trade for or just sign. Which, yeah, definitely. We're just not good. Okay, so we knew that for sure. Um, right. I, I agree. Like, this is a good move for Boston because at least, like, Kimba Walker cannot be the best player on a champ on a final team, right? No, no. Can he but be the second best? Maybe. Probably, probably, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's play a game. 
Rank three players. Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker. I mean, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, I know you're putting Dame at the top. I sure am. So it's Dame, Kyrie, and then Kemba. But, I mean, all of them outside of Steph Curry, like that's three next offensive point guards in the league. Yeah, probably. So, like, you're sure. still getting – I mean, Kemba Walker, Kemba Walker is an all-star player. So you're getting that. Right. You're not losing Kyrie for nothing. I mean, net, it's still a negative, but overall, I'm not, I'm not going to – Like, yeah. honestly, this it's exactly what you said to start this conversation, which was, like, this move is about how good can Jason Tatum be. Right, if, yeah. if he can be, If he can be what we thought he was going to be after year one, then this could work, and they may be one piece away. Right. If yeah. Tim has another year like he did last year, and that's what he's going to be, they are not peaceful. So, you know, at least this is better than, come on, Albus, this is better than, uh, than, like, sort of a total rebuild. Right. Like, they're still hanging in there, right? There's still a possibility that they're a move or two away from from being, like, a, you know, a champion. Right. Like, they'll, so, like, they'll be solid. They'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I, like I think the next thing we know most is that I mean I think Clay's staying how do you feel oh absolutely yeah. actually we started we probably I think should. there's absolutely no questions I don't think there was any chance that he was going to leave anyway right I don't think there either um, I think the rumors were today that he's going to die for 190 okay is, is, is like, that the max he can get or no yeah. mm-hmm. that's like the there, okay. I, I think the Warriors knew that if they gave him anything less he was he would have looked elsewhere. Right. And that doesn't mean that he would have went somewhere, but he just would have been like, Okay, instead of me signing this right now, I'll go take a meeting with the Lakers or the Clippers or something. I'll just For sure. Right. So I think they're just not as, playing. And, and honestly that probably would have just been a bargaining chip. Right? Like right. probably would have taken that meeting never intending to sign somewhere else. Right. Um No, I mean that I think it sucks for the Warriors that he's basically out till March. But yeah. I mean, Do you think it says anything about the league that the Warriors are in the max, even though he tore his ACL? Like, is there something to, to take away there? Like, like if you're good enough, like... If you're good you enough, the, the money's going to come, yeah. Yeah, no matter the condition of your body, like... Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we're eventually going to talk about Kawhi and Durant. I mean, both of those guys right. have, I would say, significant injury concerns, and they're still going to get their money, but I think... You know, there'd be a difference if it was even. You know, I think for one, Clay never. I don't think I've ever really seen him miss an extended period of games before. No, he's been a lock before. Right. right. He's the been injury super was, consistent. The injury was fluky. Right. And I don't think, you know, just the way he plays, it's not like he's athletic, but you never really see him. It always seems like he's going at his own pace. And, right. you know, when you can shoot like that. I don't really see how that affects you. So I think, you know, I think it's interesting that, you know, that the Warriors just kind of said, here's your max. You, I know you're not going to play for basically most of the season, and you probably right. won't be yourself until the start of next year. But, right. I mean, that's just kind of the cost of what you kind of have to do. Um, Absolutely. Anything else to add on that? I mean, that's – yeah, we can lock that in. <laughs> interesting, interesting thought that I just had. I wonder if – whether the Warriors bring back Kevin Durant or not, wonder if Cl- if Steph Curry is a sneaky MVP pick for next season. I think Playing he- on that team with no one else for the first time, like maybe he just puts up insane numbers. Like he takes like you know thirty shots a game and it's just like lights out. I I would be interested to see like what the odds are for that because I think right. I mean, he's going to drop like thirty five. Like he's going to go nuts for sure. And I th- it'd be interesting. I think 
I mean, if if he goes nuts all season, right? And if the Warriors, let's say somehow they win fifty games, right? He'd be what a top three person. I mean, with, yeah, it's with the so rest, crazy with the rest to of say, that team. Let's assume the Warriors win fifty games. That's such a wild thing to say, isn't it? It actually is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, basically, like, basically, he could be James Harden next year. The way James Harden played this year, that could be Steph Curry next year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, even if Durant somehow does come back, he's not playing at all next year. For sure, you know, so, for a whole year. So basically, Steph is going sixty games in just full f everybody mode, right? <laughs> Which is basically enough to kind of just get you there. So it'll be interesting to see. All right, I'm trying to think. After that, I feel like there's nothing else that I know for certain. <laughs> I mean, everyone's acting like no one Irving knows. to Brooklyn is a lot. I don't. I think it's. I literally put in my notes. Kyrie, Dash, Nets seem likely. Lakers and other teams are possibilities. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah. if I had to bet money on it, I would assume Kyrie goes to the Nets, but I just don't. I can't. I don't know. I And just also it doesn't help that Kyrie is generally a weird dude. <laughs> Super weird dude, right? Like, yeah. I mean, okay, let, let me ask you this. Obviously, as a Lakers fan, Oh, Lord. Well, let me let, let me hear let me hear what you have to say. Like, where do you, if you could pick where Kyrie would go, what would you pick? If I was him, no, no, no. you oh. as a fan, what do you want to see? Um, I think the most interesting thing would probably, from a storyline point or a narrative point, would be him going back to the Lakers. Sorry, that's my dog. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna say Brooklyn. Yeah, I just think that's the most. Inter- but then again, I think whoever is trying to get Kyrie, I mean, unless it's the Lakers, you're not getting Kyrie and hoping that that's your only thing. If that makes sense, like you wouldn't just say, like, let's say if the Nets get Kyrie and then they whiff on Durant, I don't. They they'd be happy about that, but they wouldn't be. They'd kind of be like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's not like if you're the Nets and you go for Kyrie, that's not the end of your no. Like you have now taken a seismic shift towards contending, and you have to keep making moves. Like you don't just get Kyrie and sit on your hands, right? Because it's almost like if I were the Nets, I would try to do everything to get Durant first, and then go after Kyrie, knowing that I have Durant coming back eventually. Yeah, totally. Because I think that's the re- that's really what we're saying here, though, right? Is that Kyrie is not going to be the first domino. No one's going to make. No one's going to pull the trigger on Kyrie. Like, no one's going to pull the trigger on Kyrie until Kawhi and KD decide, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing is that they kind of hold the keys to everything. <laughs> exactly. In that, and do you also see the rumor that came out today that Durant's yeah. a lot? Yeah. What do you think about what do you think about them possibly teaming up? I my my head almost exploded when I when I read that. I think anyone who thinks they know what Kawhi Leonard is thinking is lying. Oh, I think of course. no one yeah. knows no what one Kawhi knows. Leonard is thinking. Um, I don't really understand. And again, like I'm not going to try and psychoanalyze Kawhi Leonard because you God only knows what he's thinking. I don't really understand that move. Like I don't really see what the point of that would be. Like if you want to play with another superstar. Why not? Like, why are you waiting a year for him to heal? Like, why not just go to the Lakers? Like, if, you, if your goal is like, 
I want to form the most dynamic or the most intense, like, you know, top heavy team I can. Like, why wouldn't you just go to the Lakers? I, I guess I don't totally understand the appeal. I don't get it either because the only, I think the only real possible, the only real teams who can possibly make that work, I think, are the Knicks. They could do that tomorrow. And, and the, the Clippers. And the Clippers, but they would have to, like, get off, like, Gallinari, which, I mean, if you know that they're coming, they would do, they would figure out a way to do that. For sure, yeah. yeah like I mean, that's, they they, they would show themselves to be a really savvy organization. Right, they wouldn't sweat. The Pistons would probably take them up for now. Um, <laughs> but also, I think, like, I don't, I don't understand the appeal for either guy. Like, what's the appeal for Durant? I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess I just don't really understand the why of that move. Um, I don't either, and I think, I don't know, I think, and somehow we kind of, like, bridge to Kawhi and Durant, but I think Durant's injury messes up everything. For sure. Because that basically pushes, that pushes his timeline back a year, and then teams have to sign him knowing he's not going to play for them for a year, so if you were, like, if you're the Clippers and you, I don't, I think if the Clippers had their choice, they'd probably pick Kawhi, but let's say for some reason... Durant's people said, hey, he wants to sign there. The Clippers would do it, but the Clippers would be like, damn, okay, if we had a healthy KD, we could compete for a title next season. For sure. But now we have to wait. Right. <laughs> Which is just kind of like yeah. a weird – It's the. it makes the whole – it adds another wrinkle into this whole thing that I think I haven't properly thought of. Because <laughs> I, I, right. it's almost like I think the injury – almost, to me, makes Durant to the Knicks seem more likely. I kind of think the same thing. Because they're going to be bad, and then it's just kind of like, okay, you all just stay pat. I'm coming back. Get another top pick. If you need to trade that for the next superstar who's unhappy, do that. And we'll find, as he said, I'm Kevin Durant. (laughs) I'll I'll eventually come back. So I don't know. I I just... Yeah, this, this, but I don't this know. free agency is so interesting because it's so unclear what these guys want, right? You have one guy who just won a title on his team, and another guy who's with probably one of the greatest big threes in history. So you have two guys in these situations where it's like, if you want to win, don't do anything. So it's like, it's really hard to figure out, like, parse what's their motivation? Like, what do they want? Yeah, I think the you know? in, right. I think the interesting thing is, I think for for Durant, I I think I get it. I I understand what he's trying to do. I think he wants like, to prove that he can do it without the yeah, greatest team, right? Like Which, one of the greatest teams ever. Yeah, and I think you know we both know because we follow the NBA. You know, Kevin Durant is very attuned to what is happening around him. He hears the chatter, and I, and I can understand why he would legitimately be frustrated in him saying, "I was the best player on." two title teams by far. Yeah. yeah by and when far. I get hurt, they lose and don't even look good. And you all are still talking about these other guys as if they're better than me. For sure. <laughs> and like, I, and For it's sure. funny because I can legitimately see how that would piss him off. Of course. <laughs> um, I mean, all he's yeah. wanted, it feels like all he's wanted this whole time is to be the best player in the league. And he finally was for about three weeks. And then, and then he gets hurt, and now everyone's like, it's Kawhi is the best player in the league, right? Like, Right, yeah. I mean, think about it. When he was playing against the Clippers, everybody was like, okay. I mean, we were talking about it on the phone. We were like, is this guy just going to drop 50 for the playoffs? Okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I, I think I get it for his sake, for 
Kawhi, I just have no clue. Because I think from a basketball perspective, he should just stay in Toronto. But... I mean, the reality is, though, like, if he... If Kawhi just... If he wants to just win, like, if winning is his first priority, then the Lakers make the most sense, right? I would... If... if I would, I would, st- I'd rather stay in Toronto. Yeah, but they're not going to be like they're probably not going to be as. I mean, Gasol's a year older. Lowry's a year older. Uh, we, like, will, we will, we will have no Kyle Lowry slander on this podcast, sir. NBA champion, okay. respect him. Okay, maybe I'm. I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying he's going to be a year older. No, I I agree, and I think we've talked about this a lot. The only reason why, if I'm Kawhi, I would stay is because I'm in the Eastern Conference. Who am I shooting? The West, to me, everyone's going to – now that the Warriors are, like, not going to win, everyone's going to go at, at it. And I think – Yeah, but they are in the East, too. You still got – I mean, you still got Milwaukee and Philly and – That's uh, it. That's it. I don't see anybody else. And I think those other teams have legitimate holes. We can get into it. Later, but I mean, what if Simmons still can't figure out how to shoot a ten footer? What if they don't re-sign their top guys? What if the Bucks don't re-sign Brogdon and they lose out on um, Brook Lopez? I mean, granted, they still have Giannis, but I think, and for those who are listening, try off the top of your head as of now to write down the top, the best eight teams in the West, and you'll still have three teams who you don't include who are who are really good to me. I mean, I don't know about that. Going the West is going to be really good. Houston, the Lakers, uh, the Blazers. Denver. Denver. The Kings are going to get better. The Lakers missed the playoffs and are going to make it. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, it's almost like... Yeah. But you could make an argument. If the Bucs keep their top talent, you could make an argument that they're the toughest team, you know, in the league. I don't know. It's, It's hard to say, but... I, Again, like, I get it. It just, it just depends on like what is. It just depends on what he wants. I think if he wants to win, like, dude, twenty-seven. Like, say the Ra- even if the Raptors are going to be better than the Lakers next year, like you're twenty-seven, AD is twenty-six. Like, do you want an extended run? Like, go there and play, like that's the to be the best. Like, you'd be the best duo in the league, and not to mention you have LeBron James, who aging or not. Averaged like almost twenty eight eight and eight last year. So if you want long, if he wants to win long term, I just I think the Lakers make the most sense. The funny thing but is, I don't know, I don't know if that's what he wants. So the funny thing is, matter. you you explaining that is why if I was him, I using that method, I would go to the Clippers then. Because he wants, because you think he wants to be the guy. I don't think he wants to be the guy, but I think, and I think this is basically us transitioning to the Lakers is that with the Davis trade and all they gave up and they cleared cap space because the Wizards, I guess, got a credit for... Okay, so can we, how, much do you think the, how much do you think the Washington Wizards are going to get from Space Jam 2 for making that trade? Something doesn't I mean, add, seriously. Something doesn't add up. Right. Um, but if I'm... the late, and, I, and you're in L.A., so you tell me. The Lakers are basically making a bet that this season or next they'll win a title. I mean, yeah. Right. Because I think, and Davis is going to resign a five-year deal, and I think this part I've never, I haven't thought about and I haven't heard about, 
But LeBron James is superhuman. We know that. He's going to be really good for a really long time. But at his price and at Davis's price, and then everything else that kind of comes with the lack of assets that you have, what does this look like in 2023 or in 2022? I don't know. Yeah, but are you really, like, worried about that? Like, no one is saying, like, no. when KD signed with the Warriors, no one's like, oh, they have no assets. No, like, I agree. Five years. Like, who cares? They'll have won five <laughs> titles by then. Right. I mean, and I think that's the natural counter is like, okay, you have what? Two of the best five players in the league. You figure out the rest, but you have two of the top five guys. Everything will work itself out. For sure. And I generally believe that, but I think I don't I I want to see what the Lakers do because all this week I just kind of thought the Lakers should split up their money and give it to three or four guys. There's definitely an argument to be made for that. Like sign like some good like the best three and D guys you can with thirty two million. Like there's definitely an argument to do that, but I have to say like it's really hard for me to get away from the idea in the NBA that you sign the best player you can and you worry about everything else later. I trust me, I mean we just saw the the Warriors almost won with four guys and two then two and their bench was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it can be done. I mean, they've, they've done it, but I just, I don't, I think a part of it is that I'm trying to imagine who I can legitimately see going there. And like off the top of your head, if you would have to say Kawhi, Kyrie, even like someone like Jimmy Butler, would you say any of, would you say the Lakers are the odds on favorites to get any of them? I'd say no. What I've heard lately, and God, who knows, like, yeah, but, like, it does feel like the Lakers are the frontrunners to get Kawhi right now. At least that's what it feels like on NBA Twitter, which God only knows how accurate that is. But I feel like that's what I'm hearing is, like, they're the favorites to get Kawhi. It, it is hard for me to see, though. But I'll say yeah, this. I, the I just, the I just, a part of me just can't see it. But granted, I think it's because Kawhi is so mysterious. Exactly. No one knows what his motivation is. I also think, like, if you're the Lakers, you're in a really good position because you have AD and Braun, you have max cap space. Not only, like, okay, even if they strike out on Kawhi, like, would you say it was they failed if they get Kyrie or even D'Angelo Russell? Like, both of those would be amazing signings as well. Do you really think Russell going back to the Lakers? I say hell. I, I say no. I can't see it. I think it's definitely possible, but I'm just saying like, the reality is, is this is a loaded free agent class, the Lakers are very well positioned to get someone, and even if they don't, worst case scenario is you spend $32 million on you know, four, or a, or a couple of the best three and D guys in the NBA like I don't know, I mean, all the jokes about the Lakers aside like, there's not a lot of teams I'd rather be right now as far as competing for a title next year they're up there. They're up there. I mean, I think Boston kind of falling apart. The Warriors falling apart. I mean, the championship is wide open. I mean, I think that's the most interesting wide open. thing. It's so wide open. It's almost I've, – like, I haven't been watching the basketball as long as you have. I've, I've only been watching since 2010. Right. Um, but, I mean, even – you know, I've, I've never seen it this I – mean, Last time the championship was this wide open. I can't remember. I'm like, I, I, I honest, I honestly can't. I mean, I think 
and that and to me that's what's going to be the most interesting thing about this whole free agency period is that I think every team especially in the west is going to go for it for sure like I don't know what Portland's going to probably try to do something Utah already I mean, we actually, and we haven't even talked about the Jazz signing Conley like you know I'm low on the Jazz but that's like a big thing that's like real yeah. they have a real not not that Rubio wasn't like a real point guard but like Mike Conley's really good yeah, and he's perfect for their system. Yeah, and I think... And he's a better scorer, I think, than people think. I mean, you feel about the Jazz the way, do, the way I do about the Nuggets and vice versa. 100% agree. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I think the Nuggets are going to try to sign possibly somebody. Like, all these teams have money, and they're like... I think Tobias Harris makes a lot of sense for the Nuggets. That does, but I just read, like, two minutes, two seconds ago that they are going to keep... Millsap for 30, so that kind of takes I that. I saw that! 30 million for another year of Millsap? Do you think that's the right idea? I get what, I get it. I, I get it. I think they're saying, like, unless they had a deal where it was like, okay, you, we're not going to pick you up and we'll work out a, a more friendly deal for less money. I think they're just saying, let's, let's just run this back. Right. And then we'll have, you won't be on our books next year, so we'll have that money and we'll we'll do something. But Denver's going to be really good next year. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, think, I just think everyone in the West is going to go for it. Like, for you, sure. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I'm hearing a lot of stuff. Like, uh, everyone seems to want the, the Blazers to trade for Kevin Love. I feel like I'm hearing that a lot. I feel like I am, too. I don't know Which how I think I, is really interesting. I think it is, too. I don't really know how I feel about it yet. But I think that's... I mean, he's a good, he's what, a top 30 player? <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah. So, I don't know. I think everyone's going to try to go for it. And I, I yeah, think that, that just makes everything unpredictable. And I think what we discussed earlier was that every team has money. Everybody has money to spend. For sure. Yeah, and the, and the, cap, yeah, the cap's gone up. Like, like I'm, I've literally just been, like, looking through a list of, like, free agents. And it's, like, a lot of... Of course, the star power is only, like, three guys, but then that tier three, tier four are still even, like, quality starting players or rotation guys on a finals team. For sure. I mean, you're look, I mean I've read stuff that's like, this is going to be 2016 all over again. Like, I was into the Bill Smith yesterday, and they're like, I bet Kavon Looney signs for four years for $65 million. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, like, I'm... I mean, Bar- Harrison Barnes just re-signed with the Kings for four for 88. Four for 88 for Harrison Barnes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm looking through this list. Patrick Beverly on a list on Hoops Hype is rated as the 36th best free agent, and he's going to get over 10 million a year. Absolutely, no question about Easily. it. Easily, I know. I, that's that's the that's the other thing that I think is the main argument to the Lakers of choosing not to split up that money is because if this were any other year, you'd say, okay, like go out and get Seth Curry and a bunch of guys like that and split that money up. But everybody's going to get over. Exactly. Everyone's going to get overpaid, and they're not going to be able to afford it. So you might as well just go for the one guy. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that I think every all and this I was talking about this with someone else. All of the good teams are going to wait to spend their money to see what Kyrie and to see what Kawhi and Durant are going to do. For sure, absolutely. I'm waiting on the Phoenix Suns to like pay somebody like eighty million. Yep. <laughs> and just like screw the market up. Yep. 
Like, I'm waiting on them to offer, like, Terry Rozier, like, four for 75. Oh, Noah, Woj Bum. Give it to me. Kemba Walker plans to be... Sorry, Kemba Walker plans to be in Boston on Sunday to finalize a formal agreement with the Celtics. Okay. Good. Good, job. Good job by you. Aren't you driving? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I just got an ESPN notification. Oh, I also, I just, got a, we're, I just got a... We're going to promote uh, safe driving here. Yeah, four for, 140, yeah. four for 141. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, on his, on, on his Twitter feed. That's good. That's good on them. I mean, you get an all-star back, but... Um, Wait, four for 141? So what is that a year? Like 30... 30-something? 30 yeah, that's around that. Boy, yeah. I mean, you really have no you really have no choice if you're Boston, but that does. These contracts, are gonna, these contracts are gonna be so stupid. I'm like actually like crazy. I'm actually kind of like really excited to see like yeah. what average starter gets like twenty million dollars a year. For sure, dude. So like you know, there's gonna be like a like a, a you know a Solomon Hill or a. a you know, Biznak Biombo contract. All the bad contracts I can think of are on those Hornets, like Batum and Biombo and like, stuff like that. Like, here's a good one. Like, what will Brooke Lopez get? A lot. <laughs> right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I can see some team talking themselves into, like, 12, 15 million. I wouldn't absolutely. do it, but I can see them just doing, like, well, that's the market. You kind of have to do it. Who would you rather have, Brooke Lopez, L- Brooke Lopez or Kavon Looney? Lopez. And we just said we could see Looney getting four for sixty, four for sixty-five. This is gonna be stupid. This is gonna be. So it's gonna dumb. be stupid. Like it's gonna be stupid. Also, minimal, smaller breaking news, but Miritich is planning to retire. Are you serious? Yeah, free agent Nicole Miritich will leave the NBA after five seasons and sign with Euroleague team Barcelona. Wow. <laughs> He would have got. He, he would have got. Surprising. He would have got over ten million a year. I mean, I'll say this: I, I like Miritich. He kind of disappeared last year in the in the in that um, last series. Oh no, he, he could didn't. not. He could not hit a shot against Toronto to save his life. He couldn't, but I would take him on the Pistons in a heartbeat. <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah, he would, he's still a, a big who can shoot threes. Like, he would have gotten paid. Yeah, there's something to that. I want to know. That'll come out eventually. I wonder. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's hurt or something. Yeah, or maybe he's just like forget this. Um, yeah. All right. So as we kind of wrap up, who are do you have any teams that we should watch out for, or any teams that you're specifically looking out for? I'm sure the Lakers are probably number one on your list, of course. Right. Right. Um, I'm also really annoyed that LeBron's not going to be 23 anymore. Um, oh, get over it. Because I already bought a Lakers 23 LeBron jersey. But now, but now I'm going to buy a new one. But now it's retro. Yeah, now it's retro. But everyone will just think it's an Anthony Davis jersey now, which I don't want them to think. Nope. I mean, they'll say his name on the back, but... Nobody will think that. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> other teams to watch out for? I have, uh, I have three. I definitely think Indiana, like, if Oladipo can come back healthy and was, they can make some moves. I was thinking they were on my list. Yeah, they're really interesting. I think that, yeah, I think that if they, if, if Oladipo comes back healthy and they can uh, sign, you know, make make some small moves, I think they're, 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 they're really good. They're not far away from being, yeah, I don't think they're that far 
away from potentially being a a four seed in the East. Yeah, I mean they were a five last year, and all the people yeah, missed totally. like all the season. Um, yeah, I think it looks like they're going to sign Rubio, which is like fine, but. It, I think, I mean, what would they look like if they got Malcolm Brogdon? Granted, I don't know at what price, but... Exactly. If Brogdon, you know Brogdon's making over $20 million, right? Like, no question. Yeah. I'm not... Yeah. I've, I've kind of blocked that out. He's really good. It's just $20 million. That's like... Maybe that's just what people are, are worth now. But, I mean, more power to them, but that just seems off. <laughs> I mean, I, I think... Uh, I also really... Uh huh. So as you were saying, okay. Yeah, I think Brogdon's really good. He really impressed me in the in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. if, he, he seems very Swiss Army knife esque, um, and still really young. So, you know, I don't think the Lakers should pay him twenty million. But no. I mean, what what do you think would be a good fit for? I mean, obviously the Bucks are a good fit for him. But if, if he doesn't end up on the Bucks, where would you like to see Brogdon go? I'd like to see him on the Pacers. If the Sixers oh, strike, wow. if, the, be awesome. if the Sixers strike out on some, if they, if either Butler or Harris doesn't come back, I think he'd be really good on the Sixers. Would you put, would you put him next to Simmons? Yeah, I mean he can shoot, he can defend, he can play both guard positions. God, I mean, uh, isn't that crazy? Like that rookie class that was so good. Like now we're like we don't know what's gonna happen to Jason Tatum and. Yeah. Like we don't know what's gonna happen with, with like Ben Simmons. Like at this point, like imagine someone asking you this question last year: D'Angelo Russell or Ben Simmons? Yeah, I'd, and now I'd say, and now you have yeah. to think about it, don't I'd, you? I'd say you're crazy. Yeah, no, you do because if Simmons, I mean, I I'm really high on Simmons, but if he just can't shoot, that just that that sh you can't have the guy with the ball in his hands who can't shoot or won't shoot from outside 10 feet. I just can't. You're yep. just so limited as a player. Um, yep. I agree. My one final thing, and shout out to our friend, our dear friend Ian. If the Knicks don't get somebody, I don't know what the hell they do. <laughs> I mean, I was like they're, really they're trying to think about they're it. They're basically screwed if they don't get anyone. Because they're basically Charlotte. Because two, like weeks, because two weeks ago, if we said that they struck out on the top guys, we said, okay, they, they'll at least get Kemba. That's not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> and, like, okay, you get, let's say, Jimmy Butler stays, but they sign Harris. Like, I, I don't know what other all-star they're getting, and that's not. Okay, what about this, though? Would just, you say, what if I told you the Knicks got D'Angelo Russell and Tobias Harris? I mean, like, that's fine, but, like. You were supposed to get Katie, and Zion, and Kyrie. And I remember, I wrote about this. I remember when they made the Porzingis trade, and I was saying, you better hope that Durant comes, you get somebody else, and you get Zion. Because that's basically what they bet on. They basically yep. said, okay, we're going to get Zion, we're going to get Durant, we're going to get somebody else. And yep. it's like they made the trade too soon, knowing, thinking that it would happen. And... The league just I mean, doesn't. Now, the league just doesn't work that way. So bad, doesn't it? I think. I mean, I think he just didn't. I think Porzingis didn't want to be there. But I think. I don't think, that, I don't think they wanted him there either. But man. But making the trade for just cap space seems now just dumb. Yeah, idiotic. I agree. I agree. So. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm with you. 
what do you uh one one thing that I just want to we're basically running out of time, aren't we? No. I was going to ask you, what do you like? We actually didn't even just talk about. We it, this is a little late, but what did you think of the Davis trade? By the way, like I think, like I said when we were talking about it, I understand why the Lakers did it. They had to. There was no other option. I think they gave up a lot. Or someone said it like this: At what point would the late would the Pelicans have already said yes? I think they could have removed two or three things and the Pelicans still would have said yes. That's probably true. But I'll say this. One thing that, first of all, I still think, like, again, they had no choice. Like, and now if they get Kawhi, everyone's going to be like, well, fuck me. But right, like, I, one, thing that, one thing that makes it really annoys me is that I feel like when people were talking about packages for Anthony Davis, they were like, oh, the Lakers package, like, like Lonzo and, and uh, Ingram, like... Oh, those guys like those. Those aren't even the best pieces. Like the Celtics young guys are way more valuable. Or the Clippers package is way better. Like those guys aren't even that good. And now that they got traded to the Pelicans, everyone's like, "Oh man, they have Ingram and Ball to pair with Zion. Those guys are going to be amazing." I mean, it's like, yeah. wait a minute, it's the same guys. I mean, and now right. everyone's all high on them. I mean, I think that's the thing. I forgot who said it, but someone was like, "There's a there's a scenario for the Pelicans where." Lonzo Ingram and Hart are all just like they're just NBA guys. Right? And like that's a real legit possibility. Like I think Lonzo's going to be good, but he can't shoot or stay healthy. Those are two pretty and big things. Who knows what's going on with 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 ball with uh, Ingram? Yeah, he had a blood like, clot in his arm. Like that's, that took I mean that took Bosch out of the league, man. Like Yeah, it's not to, I think it's not to the same and they say he's healthy, which I believe, but that's just not I mean, I'll say this. And someone said, like, what's the percent chance that both of them make an all-star team? I'd say low. Oof, yeah. I mean. Like, I think like, Lonzo's the more likely person to do it just because he can do so many different things. But there's a scenario in which both of them aren't. I mean, they're each number two picks. Yep. No, I, I completely <laughs> agree with you. And I think that, you know, honestly, like, I heard the trade described this way, which was like a bunch of dimes for a dollar. And I think that's basically what happened. Maybe maybe people could argue that it was too many dimes, but like, I mean, I'm so, I'm so what? Right. I mean, I think it's with you. I I think I'm kind of with you. I think the Lakers gave up a lot more than any other team would give. Also, considering their leverage, in that Rich Paul has basically said publicly he is not going to sign anywhere else but the Lakers. Right. But so, you couldn't wait a year because of Le- like I think the minute that LeBron said I'm coming to the Lakers, they this trade had to happen. Period. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, right. I I agree with that. I mean, I think, and I think the funny thing is, is that you know, I think that was a part of the reason why Rich Paul came out during the middle of the season and was like, "Yeah, Anthony Davis is not resigning," right. because they wanted to get it done then. And I think, which is actually funny, because I think if you're a Lakers fan, you would probably want them to have done that earlier package that seemed like it included like a bunch of scrubs and a couple guys. But now it yeah. seems like they gave up a lot more this time, which is like actually very fascinating. Um, I mean, but you're, but most of the other packages, like I'd still rather have. I'd rather give up an extra pick and keep Kuzma than have given up Kuzma and kept picks. My my personally, my NBA dark corner is that of course I think the Nuggets are amazing. I think Blake Griffin is my saving grace. I don't think Kuzma is as good as people think he is. But I, I wanna... don't necessarily think he's that good either. But I <laughs> think, 
he can give he can give you 20, 20 or twenty five on any given night. I just don't know how efficiently he does it. That's my only thing. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's. What if he's if he's your fourth or fifth option? Oh, that's completely fine. That's completely right. fine. I just think people are making him seem like he's this like super super quality player. Like, if he give me a comp, who do you think the comp is for Kuzma? Rudy Gay. That's a pretty good one. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, how I, I, I think. And I, think I don't know. I don't like. I that Rudy Gay is a good player. Like if totally. It, I just. I don't know. I think people are thinking that he's going to be something that he is not. Like if I had to bet money on it, I would say Kuzma never makes an All Star team. So so rank these guys then. Ball Ingram Kuzma for for potential ceiling. Not how good they are now. Potential ceiling. Who do you think? And that, like, who's ranked those guys? Ball, for me, is clear number one. I would probably say Ingram because he's a little bit younger and I think he's a better passer and Kuzma. But I think Kuzma has the highest floor. Yeah, I agree like by Like, by far. Also, he's the healthiest. Right, which is something. I mean, he doesn't get – I mean, which is why I think he's still a good player. I just <laughs> think – I got to see him in like a playoff series and then see how I feel about it. Yeah. Because I think, I, I think that's fair. And I think a lot of the time, and I've had this whole theory on this, and this is like one of like the classic things that I've thought about but never written, is that I think the league and our conversations about players who we see on TV a lot, we think of them as like better than they are. It was kind of like how all the time, like, oh, all the Lakers guys are all like these weird players on the Knicks. People would think they're so good. And it's like, no, they're just on TV a lot. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, no, we, I know like, exactly we, what you mean. We, yeah, like we see Kuzma two times a week, so we think he's good because he's on TV. And he's a good player. I just right. – I don't know what his ceiling is. Like I've said, like if he had a career like Rudy Gay, I'm sure he would take that nine times out of ten because Rudy Gay was a Absolutely. really good player. But I just, yeah, totally. I just don't – I'm not going to say this is the best of him, but I just don't know how much better he can get. This is my if he could be, if he could become an an above average defender, I think he could be a really valuable piece. Very I true. also think he, I also think he sort of makes the most sense, like for what the Lakers have done. Like if you're the Lakers, he's the one who can give you something. Like the Lakers are kind of right now, and he can give you something right now. Oh yeah, there, there there's no question mark with him. There's no like, oh, right. will Lonzo stay healthy? Okay, will Brandon Ingram kind of like find his way? It's like, okay, right. no, Kyle Kuzma's out there. Like, he'll know what to do, which is yeah, valuable. Yeah, exactly. He'll be aggressive and he'll get to the rack, and that's that's what you need. Right. Like, he'll score. He'll get buckets, Like, I, and that, which is why I think he is valuable. Um, I just don't know. I think – I don't know. I really – we need to talk after free agency because I feel like a lot of this stuff I don't There's know. <laughs> so much unknown right now. There's so much unknown. Well, should we, should, we, should we finish with predictions? Like, I know this is stupid. Okay, let's none do of us it. are going to guess have, anything right. I wrote but, down the top ten free agents. Are you ready? This one don't, – don't make this a presidential debate where I ask you for a one-word no, no, answer it won't and you be, give me I can, 15 I'm, words. I, I need, like, a, like, a sentence at least to like. All right. Kawhi. Boy, since Boy. we're going to be – I'm going to be wrong about all of these anyway. Just give me the Lakers for Kawhi. All right, you said Lakers. I will say, hmm, I'm gonna say Toronto. 
Yeah. Would, would you agree? Would you agree? Not to derail this immediately. Would so you bad. agree that there's like a 80% chance that it's one of those two? If you throw in the Clippers, I'd say that's a, that's that's the whole pie. That's a lock. I agree. Yeah, I agree <laughs> um, with that. But I, I think I think the order, I think it's like 55-45 Lakers, Lakers, Toronto. Right, like Lakers and Raptors right now. But anyway. That's, it, yeah, I would, I would yeah. say 33-33-33 just because it's Kawhi and he doesn't talk. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You're probably uh, right. That's probably, to me, this, that's is, probably the, this is the even harder one, Durant. Honestly, I think he just stays. I just think it makes the most sense. And I think that... I think he's... Ah, damn, this one's so hard. It's too late. I, I, I wrote it down. I think he stays. Give me, give me Golden State. I think there is no way in hell he stays. I think he's going to the Knicks. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those two, I think. I think the Clippers are going to strike out and it's going to be devastating. I think we're going to get this one on the same. Kyrie. I mean, look, I'm going to give you a caveat. I'm going to say Brooklyn. I will but say same here. if the Lakers don't get Kawhi, I think he ends up with the Lakers. All right. Walker, but we already know. Number five, Jimmy Butler. Ooh, this one's really interesting. This is interesting. Honestly, I think he stays. I think, he does. I th- I think he does, too. They're going to pay him. Um, yeah. This Plus, is- I I, I, where, where would he go? I, it's hard for me to see him. He would want like, to go. What's the better? I don't even think. The, here's the interesting thing: unless the Clippers struck out on everyone, do you think the Clippers would sign him? I would say probably they wouldn't yes. want to. But they, oh, they don't think they would, want to. But they would. Yeah, not, they would. They cannot walk away empty-handed from this summer. They would do it. Um, I think the Lakers would sign him too if they struck out on Kyrie and. Yeah, they would. And Kawhi. Here is the one where we will just absolutely guess on uh, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, the tea leaves say the wolves, so I'll go with the wolves. But again, like this is such a domino thing. Like one of these guys, I think is going to end up on the Lakers. Like if the, if the Lakers struck out on Kawhi and Kyrie, somebody give me the Lakers somebody's going there. Yeah, you but say, if, but in a vacuum, like if they get Kawhi, which is what I guessed so far, give me the wolves for D'Angelo Russell. I am going to step out on a limb. Ooh, I love that. I'm going to say the Suns. I don't think that'll happen. Wow, I, really bold pick. I just think the Suns are going to throw the most money at him. Like, what do they have to lose? You could be right about that. I'm totally guessing. I wanted to say the Knicks, but I don't think that'll happen. Uh, no, I Thompson, we know. Yeah. I, I think we're going to get this one on the head correctly. Uh, Chris Middleton, he's number eight on my list. I'm going to start with this. I, I think Chris Middleton is a little bit overrated. Um, but I think Milwaukee probably pays him. I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, Tobias Harris. That one is really interesting. That one is because I can see him on like 15 different teams. <laughs> Me too. I mean, if you're Philly, do you think you're trying to get him to stay, I or think are you, you trying to? I personally think you have to. You traded all that to get him. I know that, that <laughs> trade does not look great now, honestly. It um, this one's really tough. You go first on this one. I am. Go- There's no way in hell he's going back to the Clippers. So I'll start there. Um, right. I mm, I'm gonna say the Sixers. I just don't see a world in which they don't. 
I know. I wanted, I want, for context, I wanted to say the Pacers. I also wanted to say the Knicks. But oh, I, I'd love him on the Pacers. But I just, awesome. I can't see it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out on a limb here, too. Give me the Knicks for Tobias Harris. That's a good one. Because I think if you're right, if they do sign KD, they need something else. They need something else. Like they're, I feel like they're they're determined to walk away with two, like, quote-unquote max guys, even though, to be honest, I don't think Tobias Harris deserves a max, but it's not my call. All right, last one. Random one. You're not going to expect this one. Nikola Vucevic. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, I think he's super interesting. Talking about someone who doesn't, like, you never get to see him play. He averaged, so 20, he averaged uh, 20 and 12 last year. Like, he was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like I've been seeing a lot of chatter about the Magic re-signing him. And I think... Uh, you kind of have to, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're not a destination, like, that's the thing. When you're not a destination team, keep, like most teams aren't. You just keep talent like, and then trade him if you yeah, need to. Ex- exactly. You have got to You have got to keep a hold of him. So I, I'm going to go with the Magic, even though I think he'd be really interesting somewhere else. Like, can you imagine him in uh, in Portland or something? Or, or De- not in Denver, that wouldn't really make sense, or Philly, but somewhere. I think I, I wrote down the place. I don't know if I want to keep it. I don't know how this would work, money-wise. I think he'd be good on the Celtics. Yeah, I do too, but they can't, I can't afford I can't, him, yeah, right? So I'm going to go with the Magic as well. All right. Well, you could you could make an argument that they like if you're the Celtics, like, and you have the choice between Vucevic and Kemba. Like, do you pick Kemba? Yeah, I, I think without question. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um. Uh, fun one. Where does DeMarcus Cousins have, end up? Oh, that's what I was just going to say. I was like, I have one. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins. <sighs> My gut tells me he stays. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I, I don't know why. I just don't so, know. Who else is giving him money? Not yeah, that Golden State would, but... Uh... I mean, do you think he's gonna get like? Is it gonna be another deal like the one before, like five million like a year, one year, five million? That's the only thing. I could see a stupid team giving him ten, but I think. I wonder real- if he would try and sign long term somewhere. Is my question. I don't Since think any, his health is so bad, I don't think any team would. I don't think any yeah, good probably, team would do that. Probably not. The Suns might. No, they have. It's hard they to, I don't know where I can picture him besides Golden State. That's my thing. I don't think the Knicks are so stupid but boy, I can't believe they'd be they'd even be that stupid. Here are the teams with besides. a lot of, here are the teams with a lot of cap space. Um, who we haven't already talked about. Um, Kings, Mavericks, Pelicans. The Kings are absolutely not. Mavericks, no. No. Chicago? Pelicans, no. I don't, no, I can't see them doing that. No, they have marketing. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, Golden State. I, 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 yeah, I, I really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you. You know what? You know what? I could. Okay, let me say one other thing. I think it's probably Golden State. I could see the Clippers giving him just like a little bit, right? Giving him like a short term, like a one year deal, like mm. to pay, to pair with someone. I could see it. Not um, much. They wouldn't give him much, but like five million. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. If, I mean, if that's the price, then everyone should do it just as a flyer. Right. Like, why not? Right. Um, this will actually be the last thing I'll be talking about. Then I promise. 
Um, what should the Pelicans do? Wait, I have another free agent for you. Oh, please. Al Horford. Okay, I don't. I can't find out who this freaking mystery team is who's giving him this money. I've really thought about this. I did this research today. I can't. The Mavericks, maybe. Yeah, that, that's what I'm hearing. That's what you're <laughs> And let's just be clear. I'm not, like, I don't know anything. When I say I'm hearing, I just mean reading from, yeah. on Twitter. Like, at, that's yeah, all I mean. Looking at tea leaves. That's the only team but I yeah. can legit think of that would do that. I think he's a really great piece. And if, if you could get a discount on him, he'd be, uh, I'd love him on the Lakers. But I don't uh, think that he's going to be too don't expensive. Stop it, stop it, RJ. Stop it. He's going to be too expensive. I'm saying that. I'm just saying it would be great. His veteran leadership, his defense. Mavericks great... or Kings for me. I actually think he Kings would be... Paid, the Kings just paid Harrison Barnes $88 million. <laughs> like, I mean, how are you going to... Like, if you're the Kings, like, how are you going to be like, you know who our next big pieces are? Are Harrison Barnes and Al Horford. Oh, like, I mean, okay. This might make you feel better. Oh, wait, no, no, you're right. Yeah, they're okay. They're gonna do it. Um, yeah, it's it's Dallas. Um, <laughs> Dallas, I agree. Um, what should the Pelicans do? They have thirty something million in cap space. I don't think they're gonna be as good as everyone thinks they are. But oh, they're not. I mean, this year, <laughs> but they they don't have to be. That's the thing. They don't have to be good. No, they don't. Um, I don't know. I think they should do. Honestly, I like Julius Randle. Quite a bit. I think they should re-sign him. Aren't him and Zion the same exact player? <laughs> According to Ennis Cantor, did you see that? But I get—I honestly get what he's saying, though. They're okay. very. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean, it was very—it was pretty insulting to Zion to be like, "He's Julius Randle with Hobbs." Like. Or Julius oh, so Randle, like that's, or Julius Randle, like that's pretty insulting to me. Guy hasn't even set yeah. on the NBA court yet. No, I'm joking. Also, did you see that Randall responded? He's like, last time he played, I dropped 45 on you. <laughs> and he did, which is pretty incredible. Um, I would actually no, want the Pelicans he, to get Malcolm Brogdon. I feel like I say that for everybody. But. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brogdon, that's why Brogdon's so good. Is you could really see him anywhere. He could fit. Yeah, he could legitimately play on any team and be fine. Like, if the Jazz hadn't gotten Conley, I'd be like, Brogdon would be perfect. Yeah. But they, they did get Conley, so it's in the point. All right. So, um, yeah. Well, I think they're I mean, they're an interesting team to watch because they have a couple of years, and I would try to get like a young guy who will still be good in like three years. Right. Because then, um, if Zion is really what we think he'll be in three years, he'll be really, really good. Exactly. Um, so you th- you don't think that they should resign Randall because they have Zion? I just don't see the point of that. <laughs> I mean, Zion's not a five, right? You can, play, you can play Randall at the five. I think we don't know what Zion is yet. That's my thing. He's too athletic to be a five. Like, that would be a waste of him to put him at the five. I mean, Don't you hey, think? I've seen, I've seen P.J. Tucker play the five before. I, I, don't, I don't know what basketball is anymore. Yeah, but P.J. Tucker's not a freak of athleticism. That's true. We'll see. I, I have no idea. Um... Alright, after all the stuff that we've talked about, what is what is out of all the stuff that you're uncertain about, just give me your bold your one bold thing that you will hang your hat on until the next time we talk. Well let's see. This season, my my bold prediction was that the Jazz would finish second in the West and Mitchell would be MVP. Yeah, That was terrible. So just, did not work out. That was a yeah. terrible prediction by me. Um 
What's my bold prediction? Mine I mean, that, mine is that Kawhi stays in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I got an idea. Let's let's make this fun. Let's let's bet. Let's make a bet. Okay. Let's do it. Let's make a bet that I'll bet that Kawhi comes to the Lakers, and you bet that Kawhi goes to the Toronto. And if he goes somewhere else, then we both lose. Okay. That's fine. I a part of me wanted to say that that the Lakers don't get a max free agent, but I'm gonna tamper. On. How dare you? <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Like if they sign, like again, they like the thing about D'Angelo Russell that's so appealing to me is if you can sign D'Angelo Russell for under a max, yeah, then you have more money to work with. I like him there. All right. Well, we will um, see. So then, until that see. time, free agency starts in just about 24 hours. Isaac, I'm sure we will be sending many emoji texts until then. So until the next time we're talking about a month, sir, when we realize just how stupid we really are. When we got everything wrong. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yep.